Hello and welcome to the Yoga Magic Podcast, friends. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. Thanks so much for tuning in today, everyone. This is a show all about self-care, self-discovery, and I really hope that it brings you some relief in the crazy day-to-day that is life in the form perhaps of self-care and maybe in like today's episode, just a little bit of grace in this whole process of trying to be the best versions of ourselves. So thanks so much for being here, everybody. Little solo episode today. I'm recording this in the wee hours of Thursday morning. Lately, I've been like down to the wire a lot on these episodes and it's kind of fun. It feels more, I don't know, like raw, authentic, giving you these thoughts of the things that I wanted to to talk about or do some research on or bring amazing guests your way. This week, I admittedly had planned to drop an episode with like a hundred self-care ideas you can do right now and just like lots of information. And I really just felt called to not. <laughs> and here's why. There has been so much overwhelm in my world, at least lately, around the things that I should be doing, the things that I am not doing well enough, the things that I'm not keeping up on, whether that be self-care or fitness or nutrition or parenting or jobs, whatever it is. And I wanted to talk about that. I know that I am not alone in this feeling. Talk about the shoulds, talk about how we can get crystal clear on what's actually important and clear out some of that chaos, some of the pressure to be doing all of these things at once. So a little shorty episode today, hopefully giving you a little bit of motivation to do less, literally do less. Before we get to that, there is a kind of fun astrological event coming up on the 13th, coming up here in the next couple days. So on August 13th, we have a Venus Kazemi. What is a Venus Kazemi? Well, let's talk about a Kazemi first. This is when a specific planet gets into conjunction or within a degree of the sun. And in this case, a Venus Kazemi, they're coming together. The sun and Venus are coming together. And because Venus is currently retrograde, this is what we think of as sort of like a peak information point, um, a culmination of guidance, clarity. Any retrograde, as I talked about in past episodes, really gives us this opportunity to look back and to reflect on whatever it is that we're dealing with that particular planet in that sign. And so Venus in retrograde has a lot to do with reflecting back on relationships, on what our values are and what's important to us. Very perfect for today's conversation. So over the course of the summer, we've kind of been looking at that, you know, how are relationships key? How do we show up in our relationships? What's important to us? What are our values? How does that, you know, impact our relationships? And because this is in the sign of Leo, there's really has a lot to do with, you know, how we show up our creative expression, potentially even bringing children involved. Like, what are our relationships? What are our values? And on the 13th, this Venus Kazemi gives us this like culmination point of information. So if you're someone who's been using this retrograde time to do a little reflection, to be pausing on your relationships, pausing again, what's unimportant to you, really pay attention on the 13th because this information is going to come in kind of potentially, I should say, in a burst. And Leo is not subtle. As I've said before, Leo is loud and proud. And so hopefully it's really clear. You know, it might even be coming in kind of creatively. Leo, Leo has that creative expression. 
All you have to do is to pay attention. Pay attention August 13th of what's coming your way, what's important to you, and you know how and what can you work with the things in your life that bring you joy, pleasure, and value. And that's the perfect segue, friends, to talk about the topic at hand. And that's, I guess, let's call it overwhelm. Overwhelm and pressure to be doing all the things and, and trying to keep up with it all. I want to do a little story time before we get into this and kind of what inspired this. So I've talked a lot. I'm pretty open on the show about just life in general. And we have been this past summer and even in the spring, have just kind of been dealt with a lot of sickness, like little things, right? Like strep throat and viruses and that kind of stuff as a family, just lots and lots of illness. But I know that there is, that is normal. I know that that's part of being, you know, having little kids. But intuitively over the last couple of weeks, I've just been like really alarmed about how much we're getting sick. And it made me think, you know, like, all right, we do the things. We're following that healthy lifestyle. We're doing the meditation. We're doing the movement. We're trying to eat as best we can. We see, you know, our regular practitioners to stay really healthy. All these things, like something is amiss here. What is it? And intuitively, I knew, like, I just think we're really run down. I think we're doing so much and that's a good thing, but maybe it's become too much. It's to our detriment. And I, I talked to another practitioner and again, to the people that I really trust in, in the healing space, my chiropractor, my dad, and kind of an agreement that like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes we can go overboard. We can do too much. Summer has so much fun. It has so much joy, but there has to be those moments of rest. And yes, while we prioritize sleep and we try to do the best that we can, we're just really tired. We're feeling that overwhelm. We're kind of functioning in that that stress state too much. And I can only speak for my own body as I know what that feels like, but I can see it, you know, in the family as we're feeling that overwhelm as our bodies are getting sick more often than not with these, these little things. But we know intuitively like, okay, it might be time to slow down. So that was the initial spark of let's take a moment to reflect on on the shoulds, on all that there is going on. And so initially I was like, okay, great. Like let's add in more supplements. Like let's add in more visits to the chiropractor. And like all of that is really good. But also I know that it really is about pulling back, about taking taking things out at times, but also not feeling the constant pressure to be doing all the things. So I talked to my partner about this and we're, we're having this conversation around just like feeling the sense of drowning that, you know, we need to be keeping up at all times, whether that be with things like our work, whether that be with things like fitness or even just like drinking enough water. And then it was so funny because Instagram, of course, like listened to me, I'm sure, and fed me this like perfect reel of this woman who's drowning and in the fake drowning in the Instagram and she's in the reel and she's like at the top, it says like trying to keep up with staying hydrated, being healthy, finding a career, being a parent. Like you guys, we are truly, truly doing so much And this is for any listener. This is for anyone out there. We live in a world where we are truly doing so much. So the other piece of this, second 
story before I get to the actual meat of the conversation is that I realized how much I was was multitasking, doing different things at the same time. And what we know about multitasking is that you can't really do anything well when you're doing multiple things. And frankly, at times it became kind of dangerous, especially driving. So this constant like multitasking, while even in the moments that I thought or like told myself that I was resting, I was still doing. It was still in that like high functioning state, in that stress state, in that sympathetic nervous system. So there was really like is really no rest. And what we know about that, about that constant state of sympathetic nervous system, constantly doing constant cortisol, is that the body doesn't have time to recover. And that that multitasking, for me specifically, I can only really speak to my own life, was not allowing my body to come back down. And, and I know that's why I was getting sick. And our kids, you know, they're a reflection of us. And when we're constantly go, 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 they do too. Now, I don't want this episode to guilt any of you to mom shame me. That's literally the opposite of what I'm talking about. What I wanted to talk about, and hopefully where this provides some guidance, is that we don't have to do all the things. This show that is here for you about self-care ideas, that is here to bring you wellness ideas, hacks, things that can make your life better, does not mean that you have to do them all, okay? And that constant influx of content, of ideas, of shoulds from other people, from influencers, from people you love, from yourself, can feel so overwhelming. And so taking a step back now, in this Venus Kazima coming up on the 13th, or just any time when you're starting to feel that overwhelm creep in, can be so helpful at what is important here. What are my actual goals? What am I working towards? What are my values? And what is perhaps just a should right now? You should do this. You should do that. So we're going to go through a little bit of an exercise today. We'll call this, we'll call this like a journaling episode so that you can do some self-reflection and get really clear on this and hopefully move forward with more insight into what can go by the wayside right now, what you can let go or you can do less. So if you got some piece of paper, a journal near you, and you want to jot some of this down, great. Maybe pause the episode a little bit to take some time for reflection and really start to dig deep on some of these, these areas of value. And there is this is a moment of clarity for all of us. So hopefully it's relatively easy. If not, that's okay. Give yourself the time. First and foremost, sit down and just take a moment to reflect on what's important to you in this life? What are your values? What are the things that bubble up to the top of the list in your life? If you had to whittle it down to three words, three things that are truly central to you, to your life, to your existence at this time, you know, because these things change, this can definitely change. Write those down. Take that moment to reflect on potentially why these are important to you, how you're serving these areas of your life where you might be coming up short because you're giving energy to other things. So once you've got that crystal clear reflection and, you know, again, a little meditation might help as you drop into this, as you're getting really clear on what's important to you, jot those down. And from there, evaluate what's happening in your life. What is it that you're doing? 
Where are you spending time and energy? And is it serving these values, these things that are important to you right now? One amazing thing about our life, and I think sometimes we feel this, is like we don't have enough time, but we do. We have our life in front of you. And by taking some time and dedication to work on something here and now and give it the excellence so that you have time to do something else later is is a real gift, right? When we're trying to do all the multitasking and trying to do a million different things at once, we can't truly get into that area of excellence and, and serve the things that we actually want to serve. Now, does this mean you can't multitask? No, sometimes we have to, right? Like sometimes you're parenting and working at the same time. Like I know the feeling, but in those moments when you have choice, pulling back and saying like, am I providing enough of the energy and and clarity and excellence that I want to do this thing that is important to me? So take a look at that list that you wrote down and think about your life and think about the things in your life where maybe you can let that go right now because it isn't serving these areas. Or maybe you can just do a little bit less. There's a great book called Do Less by Kate Nordstrom. Don't want to add that to your list, but if you find this topic interesting, a really good book on this topic. What does that look like for you? Is that saying, you know what? My cleanliness of my house is not on my priority list right now. I'm not going to take the time to tidy today or really at all over the next month because it's just not there. I don't have the time. Maybe, you know, feeling that sense of calm is on your priority list. Maybe health and wellness and true, you know, calm is there at the top of the list. Then tidying your house might be on this list. Think about it really in that reflective way. It's like, is this contributing to what I have going on in my life right now? And if you can let some of those things go, do it. Maybe you can't. That's okay. Try to let some of these other things go. Now, from here, there is, like I said, so much pressure around the things that we're supposed to be doing. And what we know about behavior change, what psychology knows, I should say, about behavior change, is that when someone tells you something to do, like, yeah, in the short term, in the interim, that might be motivating, but actually it's what that intrinsic motivation from within is what's actually going to get you to stick with this. This is Health Coaching 101, not to go on a soapbox, but it's just why I have find this to be the most life-changing course of action is to find the motivation from within. Now, I wanna give an example around this. When I learned recently that I had been diagnosed with prediabetes, that was the point in which I knew that there was no going back. Had I tried to eat quote unquote healthy in the past or diet or eat clean or do all these things? Yes, like a gazillion times. And it was that diagnosis specifically that told me, okay, I need to make this choice for myself. I am making this decision to reverse this. There's no going back. So while yes, I did receive information and was told by someone I had this diagnosis, they didn't tell me what to do. They said, hey, you know, this is something that will continue to evolve if you don't fix it. And I made that decision for myself. So when you're looking at what you want to do in these three areas or however many you wrote down, what your values, what your goals are, what are the things that you find to be important right now? 
tuning out what other people are telling you can be really helpful. Listening to what is important to you and what you need to do, what that next course of action is going to be, is going to be the one of the most motivating things that you can do to really reach for these things, to strive for these goals. And it doesn't have to be a big goal right now. I want to give a really specific example of something that I'm working on um, that I've worked on with other clients is that, okay, say being healthy is at the top of your list. It's something that is really important to you right now. It's kind of an overarching goal, right? But you know, or I'll use myself as an example. I know that getting more protein is really important to me because it allows me to feel satiated. It allows me to get that energy throughout the day and it's helping reverse this pre-diabetic marker, okay? So having just a simple, simple goal for protein right now is what I'm focusing on in my health. I have chosen one thing to focus in on. No one else has told me to do this. I know that protein is really important. Um, I've worked with a health coach on this. I currently work with doctors on this, but I know that at the end of the day, this is the marker that I wanna work on. So I've set a goal for myself to hit certain number of protein grams in a given day. That's it. That's that one goal that I'm working towards. Am I trying to reduce sugar? Yes, but it's not the priority. Am I trying to drink more water? Yes, that's great too. But like, this is it. This is the one thing. And so taking that time to get really clear on just perhaps one thing. And in this case, it really helps for it to be something that is simple. It might even be that low hanging fruit. Again, you know, from within, what is it that you is important to you? What is the action that you might potentially take? And where can you feel like you're making some progress in this area? Okay, so let's pause. Take some time, and you've written down those values. You've potentially cleared out a little bit of extra clutter and noise in your life so that you have some time and space to focus it. And now you're choosing something to focus on that you know is attainable and that you know is going to contribute to one of those larger goals or values that you have as a part of your life, okay? Finally, friends, taking the time to observe and track this. I don't want this to be an extra thing on your list because that's kind of literally what we're talking about is the opposite here. Let's just take a moment to think about that particular action you're taking or the goal that you're working towards and give yourself the opportunity to celebrate and by tracking and by seeing, okay, yeah, I'm making progress or you know what? I didn't do that yesterday, so I'm going to try again today. You're able to see how it's going. Tracking can be super simple. It can be a mental note at the end of the day, like, oh, yep, I hit that goal. Or it can be tracking in your phone, or it can be like, I like to use a little whiteboard um, specifically around these two simple goals that I'm working on, protein and then movement. Those are the simplest goals that I'm working on. And seeing that visual really, really helps. There is some science to this. There's some psychology to this, I promise. Having that in front of you and knowing like, yeah, I'm tracking, I'm doing it. Or you know what? Maybe I need to work a little bit harder because this is important to me. This is a value to me, can keep you moving forward. And again, you want this to be attainable. If you're tracking and you're setting these goals and it's crazy town, something that you know you can't achieve, it's not gonna feel like a win. So get really clear on what is truly attainable for you in this scenario. What is it that you're working towards? How are you tracking it? And you know, how are you going to get there? What does that look like for you? Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. You can do this. 
All right, friends, I hope this episode, again, didn't just add more things to your list, but gave you permission to look at what you're doing right now in all of these areas. I was, I was talking to someone else. This, I feel like this is coming up like kind of everywhere, as it does, as Avinas Kazimi helps us realize, is that like that constant influx of shoulds, of constantly reading self-help or constantly listening to podcasts like this one, admittedly, where we're being told what to do all the time and that we need to be doing more, that we're not doing enough. You don't have to do that, everyone. You really don't. We're not going to be perfect at all of these things at any given time. And by getting really clear on what's important to you right now, you can start to feel a little bit of that success. You can start to feel like, yeah, I am making progress in this one area. And maybe next, something new comes your way. If this episode is motivating to you, if you find like, yeah, I really, you know, I want to do this more, let me know, shoot me a note, get on my wait list for working together because this is what we do. And this again is not a sales episode whatsoever. You can do this on your own. Um, but if you do need a little handholding, let me know. I'd love to connect more and talk about how health coaching might be helpful. But at the end of the day, friends, you know, you know what you need to do. And taking that time of just pause reflection doing less, setting those values, understanding what's important to you can be so, so helpful. So happy Venus Kazemi, friends. Give yourself a little grace, take a break, take a nap, do what you need to do. And when you're ready to come back to you know, more than 200 episodes on ideas, if you need that inspiration, we've got you here, but you know so much from within. Don't forget that. We'll be back next week with another episode, um, another interview episode. I'm kind of alternating between interviews, solo episodes. I've been hearing from some of you that you like that. So, so happy to hear that this is helpful. Please shoot me a DM if this episode was helpful. I love hearing from all of you and I will see you all next week. Thanks so much. Bye.